Let everyone know they're being recorded. Kenny, you're being recorded. You know why? Why is that? Because it's episode 98 of the Big Ten and Rich podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are almost at episode 100. Just a couple more to go before we get there. Everyone should be excited. It's going to be awesome. Almost Kenny, to, how are you doing, sir? Almost to the nine nines, man. I'm, I'm excited. Almost. How are you doing, man? Man, another work week down. I'm a couple hours off of a nice, cool, crisp, uh, 300 milligram caffeine shot of bang. So, Ooh. I'm awake. That's the most if... important thing on this podcast: being awake. So that's the interesting thing about waking up super, super early. And having to like work all day and then like kind of try to find ways to keep yourself up like when it's time when you're like you don't feel tired until you're until you're completely done like it might be it might be 10 might be 11 but it'll just shut down it won't be like you know what i think i need to go to bed it'll be like i'm out the lights hey, shut my off la- so. my last like hurrah like let me try to do this a little bit to just keep me going until it's bedtime. It's three o'clock when I have my coffee. And then after that, if I miss my coffee at three o'clock, I can't have it at four. Cause then I'll be up, you know, I just, that's, that's it. Three o'clock after that. It's, it's all bets are off. <laughs> I know the feeling. Well, before we get into the episode, I should say, uh, I know you found us on one thing, but if you have any, if you want to find us on something easier, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on Podbean, Google Music. Uh, I think we're pretty much everywhere at this point. Also, find us on our social media. That is at Big Ten and Rich, Big Ten Rich on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. And I think that's all we have at this point. Because if we have TikTok, I am not aware of it. I don't think we're TikToking. I hope not. Uh, okay, so so let me say something about that real quick. So, oh god, I hit something. I don't have TikTok, but I have been known to watch TikTok videos on Instagram. Yeah, everybody. It's it's a guilty, it's a guilty pleasure because some stuff's actually really funny. Yeah, just 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 throw something dumb out there. So I've been watching this video of this guy. I can't remember his name, but he posts these videos of his like Chihuahua or whatever, right? (laughs) <laughs> and he like makes these funny like noises to it, but it attacks him every time he pets it. So all the videos oh. are this dog, this little tiny chihuahua attacking its own, his owner, its owner. So oh, that's just that's one out awesome. there. It's it's pretty funny. So. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. I think it's right. I I think chihuahuas getting mad at their owners are always funny. And it's like the one time that newswoman interviewed that lady in the in the park. And she's like, my, my chihuahua attacked me. It beat me in the vagina. It <laughs> makes me laugh every time I see that. That's a good On that same note, I've gotten, Uh-oh. I've gotten been in the nether regions by Mojo when he was a puppy. Yeah, it's not fun. That was fun. <laughs> you know, the puppies, man, they got really sharp teeth, too. Very sharp teeth. Very, very. Yeah. Are we ready good. to get us started? Yeah, man. All right. Well, let's tell me a little something about uh something you you actually use today. I think we all, me and you both, have kind of known about it, but you actually uh got in the deep end on it. Yeah. So 
I've been looking for these shoes for a long time. So I, I have a, there's a particular pair of training shoes that I've always wanted from Nike. And they basically just can't find them anymore. They come out with different versions pretty often, but the newer versions of the shoe I don't really particularly like, especially like the colorways. Uh, yeah. But it's the, the Nike Roma, Roma Leos. So the last ones they came out were like all black. I buy a lot of all black shoes, especially workout shoes and stuff. I like them just to be all black. Uh, can't find them anymore unless you wear like a size 14. Uh, <laughs> so I was looking around, looking around. I can't find them. But then I came across StockX and I was like, you know what? Never really thought about looking on StockX. Because uh, usually it's like a sneakerhead thing. People go on StockX and they look for certain sneakers. Right. And it's a, it's a really cool concept. So basically you find the shoe that you want. You select your size. And you're not looking at individual sellers or anything like that. You just find the shoe. And you select your size. And on some sizes there might actually be a bid on it already. And on some there might not be. And if there's not, you just place a minimum bid. And if someone out there is actually selling the shoe, they'll they may accept the bid and sell you the shoe. And the cool thing is, it's all verified um, as far as like being like actual real shoes. Right. So it's a hundred percent verified. Um, shipping costs are kind of like flat depending on where you're you're going. So nobody's gonna haggle you on on prices or anything like that. So it basically it's 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 a it's a guarantee. You know, guaranteed brand new, guaranteed everything. Um, you get to see all the latest sales from like, it's amazing. Like you can go through from like last month all the way to an entire year, see exactly what that size sold for price wise, how much it fluctuated. Uh, oh wow! To kind of give you That's... an idea, yeah, to give you an idea on what you should bid for the so, shoe. So it really shows you the market on whatever shoe that you're looking at. Right. So, so what I did, so what I did is I kind of like said, okay, I know what the retail was. These aren't available anymore. Not a hyped shoe or anything like that. Like I want to buy them to work out in. So I'm not going to go over the top, but I'm also not going to like throw a low ball out there. Yeah. Kind of split the difference. You know, so I'm kind of waiting and seeing. What uh, if anybody's gonna pick up the offer or not? But I'm just kind of excited to see how it, um, how it how it plays out. out. Yeah. See if anybody counters or anything like that. Yeah, I'm just curious. I don't, I don't, I don't know how it works. So I I, I don't know how it's going to work. So we'll see. Right. I think it's interesting in the fact that you kind of set your price and you just see where it goes from there. No, yeah, it's, it's hey, those- somebody can somebody can come in there and outbid you on that size, which is crazy. It's so weird. It's like I don't need, I don't know. I'm just I don't know what to expect yet. So it's one of those things. I don't feel too bad if I can get them. That's fine. If I can't, that's fine too. Right. Uh, but I'm I'm not going to go over a certain price. I'm not going over what the original retail was because these aren't limited edition. You know, super hyped up shoes or anything crazy like that. It's just. Just can't get them right now. They just stop, they kind of they just they stop making them. Yeah. That particular one. Yeah. yeah. So not a big deal, but something I'm excited. I'm just excited to kind of see how it plays out. It, it's like 
some like you're gonna end up somebody bought the shoe and they're like i don't know why i bought this shoe and that's kind of what you're hoping for someone was like i have these shoes just sitting around i need to get rid of them or maybe it's like an old shoe store that just has some back stock and they put them on stock x to get rid of yeah because I, I mean that's the thing when they were when they were a shoe to look up yeah when they were available i mean they were just like always available but then it's like all at one time when they stopped making them, they were just gone. Like, here's a question. It's outside. It's kind of, it has absolutely nothing to do with stock eggs, but are you at that age now? Like you're tempted to buy two pairs of a shoe that you really like. Which dude, that is hilarious. Cause I was just, <laughs> was just talking about that with Mindy, like the other day, she got me some shoes for Christmas a while back. It was not last year, but the year before. Now, granted, I, I have a pretty decent amount of shoes, so I kind of, I, I really can't say I have any that I've really worn a ton of time. Right, and, and you take good care of your shoes. I'll throw that out there in case anybody was curious. Yours yes. last forever. Yeah, so these are still fairly new, but when they first came out, you couldn't really find them anywhere. But now they're they're still available. This is the Nike, it's the two seventies, I think. Yeah, um, but they have That's them in the one- all black. The Which back is the hill. one I have. It's just the back hill air bubble, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm finding, I'm looking around, I'm seeing like the all black ones a lot of places. And I'm like, well, that's cool. Because um, those are the ones I have. So yeah. I, I really thought, I told her, I was like, I like, I, you know, we were so, I was somewhere. And I'm like, you know what? I like these enough to where I would actually buy another pair of these to where if something ever happened to the ones I have now, I'd like to have like a backup. So so what you should do now is is just buy a backup and put them up. No, I, I mean, I, and, I, and I might end up doing that. I just haven't decided if that's really I would, if shoes. I would do that or <laughs> just buy a whole another pair of shoes. Different right. One. I'm at the point now where the majority of the shoes I buy from here on out are going to be majority black. Yeah. You found you found what you like, and I think me it's like I'm, I, I gray shoes, and every now and then I'll sprinkle it in with something different. But uh, I'll also get like now I'm like Kohan shoes. I'm really into those. I mean, you always Christmas are always looking at that. So always looking, never mind. always. Maybe always this year, which is always open. something we say as well. So who knows? Right. <laughs> uh. Maybe next year's sale would be better. Like we were going to purchase shoes this year. It's just their sale wasn't. Yeah, the one time the one time they don't have a great sale, and I guess it's because of COVID. Like they just couldn't. They didn't have the sales to justify the the deep discounts. I guess. Exactly. That's cool. We'll catch them. We'll catch them one year. <laughs> um, I guess you were gonna move on to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. More exciting news and Kenny. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I, got, I got stuff going on, man. So, I, I've, I've slowly, definitely become become like a, a dark, dark liquor person. So, like, I still like beer, you know, but like, I don't really find myself buying, definitely not buying like a bottle of vodka or a bottle of gin or anything or rum very often. So, I kind of really, I really like whiskeys maybe even dark rums but typically like like whiskeys bourbons that kind of stuff yeah um, see where you're like that me i'm like fall winter i go bourbon 
summer, spring, uh, more vodka. Yeah, like, that just... changed with the times. Where you're just turning into this whiskey bourbon guy, just like out of nowhere, which I, I appreciate. I don't know how it happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I started just getting stuff here and there. Mostly it's just like ordering drinks and stuff like out. It's like couldn't decide on something, so you go with something that's like safe, like all right, old fashioned or Manhattan, something like that. And it's like, man, these are good. And it's like you start reading the ingredients, and you're like, you can make that at home. So I actually like, I have like a go a real like strong go to drink that I can make pretty perfect almost every time, at least for myself. Yeah. Uh, just based off of kind of some of the things that I've seen at restaurants and stuff like that um so obviously like really good bourbon is going to be important i mean if you're mixing if you're making like it's not going to be important if you're making like long island iced tea or bourbon and coke or something like that you know what i mean usually you go cheaper if you're mixing with like a lot of sugary stuff right but if you're going like a a very alcohol heavy drink like a like a manhattan or old-fashioned like where it's like basically like what i'm doing right now is i'm making um which is so weird because I used to make Manhattans for my, my like my mom and grandma and grandpa when I was a kid. Believe it or not, <laughs> I guess I got raised right. I don't know, but like I think I was like nine <laughs> or ten. Every night, I got hilarious. I got, I got really good at it. I'm not gonna it's lie. such a good drink. It's such a good drink. It's such a like my thing with uh, old fashions is it's easy. It's like it's not a hard drink. But it's very easy to fuck up. Well, with a with a with an old fashioned though, really, I mean, the orange peel is a thing. I don't I don't do the orange peel because I don't feel like buying oranges and just using the peel. That yeah. is part of it. But I've been I've been doing more Manhattans more than old fashions lately. And the only real difference, I mean, the, the difference, I guess you would say, I guess because it has vermouth in it. Yeah. Which I've okay so. First off, vermouth is terrible by itself. Don't drink vermouth, whatever you do. No. I, don't, I don't know what the hell's in it, but it's awful by itself. I've tried it. Don't try it. Just don't. But basically, like, I just found some, some good uh, good bourbon, which I really like, uh, this Uncle Nearest that we bought, uh, which, is, which is really good. I still got a little bit of it left. Yeah, you've been talking very highly of it the past couple times I've seen you. Yeah, so all, so all I've been doing is using that. And a little bit of vermouth. And for the sweetener, I mean, a lot of times people will use like either like a simple syrup or sugar, like a sugar cube, and they'll muddle it with yeah. the uh, with bitters or something like that. Um, but instead of that, I'm going with a little bit of maple syrup. Oh, instead, oh some, yeah, some, you told me that. It's yeah. a dark maple syrup. So it gives it it's 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 it does sweeten it, but it gives it more of a savory taste. It's not it's not just straight sweet like like uh, yeah, sugar. It gives it. It's not eating like raw sugar. It's more of a like a smooth, easy. Yeah, and it gives it it, it gives it a distinct like a distinct flavor versus um, just regular sugar, which just makes it sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some good bourbon, a little bit of vermouth, a little bit of maple syrup, and I don't. Some people will add a little bit of water to it. I don't do that. I just do the Cuba ice and and swish it. Um, but one thing I, I one thing I have really man, I can't speak enough of these damn cherries. They're they're not cheap. <laughs> they're not cheap. But but there's nothing like them. So there's these these Luxardo cherries. 
and they'll last they'll last for a long time too so i don't i don't feel bad about buying them because it's not something that i'm, I'm not going to eat like five of these cherries a day yeah i literally only put them in drinks and that's it but man are they damn good like they're in italy there's something very particular about this something particular about the cherry you could they only like make them in a certain region but it was like the original maraschino cherry I read a lot about them just because I had them one time and I was like, man, I'm trying to put together these ingredients at home. Cause it's like, you look at a drink at like a nice cocktail bar and you like eight, nine, 10 bucks or more. And you know, they're very specific sometimes about the stuff that they put in there. So I'm looking at the ingredients. I'm like, how can I make something this good at home without spending like $10 a pop? You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you look at it from that standpoint, it's actually, if you put all the ingredients together and divide it out into the amount of drinks you can get. It's actually a pretty, good deal versus going out um but yeah man like the cherries like i guess they were the original maraschino and then what we see today the little like bright red maraschinos are basically just like that's what i guess maybe more even in america that they were like well this is how we're going to reproduce these yeah there was a company that said hey we need to get these faster and out to people quicker so how can we do it so when okay, I tell you that there is absolutely no different, there's no there's no similarities between the two other than the fact that they use cherries. Like I mean, in every sense, like the taste of it, the liquid. I mean, everything is completely different. But they, man, are they amazing? Like I can eat them by themselves. The syrup that that they're in is awesome. But they make a drink like just that little bit of the syrup, you know, mixed in with the bourbon and everything, like just off the cherry. Right. Man, just, it's it's hard to explain. Now, is it also more of a savory sweet than? It's you know, not as sweet. I guess the marriage. It's nothing like it. No, it's it's definitely so, it's definitely. It, there's no. Don't get me wrong. There's sweet. Yeah. But it's nothing like a maraschino cherry. Where maraschino so, is 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 like sweet sweet. These have a very distinct flavor, almost like like the 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 syrup that it is in tastes less like sugar water and more like highly concentrated cherry juice. So like, let like me ask you, like cherry juice, like with the maple syrup and these cherries, you've almost completely changed like a super, not a super sweet drink, but a a sweeter drink into almost like a savory. Like it almost like this is going to sound really weird, and I'm sorry, but it almost like sounds like it elevates the flavor of the bourbon more so than knocks it down some with sugar. Like I, think, I always thought a I lot of sugar to drink knocks down the actual flavor of the liquor so like you're kind of like saying i'm gonna throw just a little bit of sweetener in there to just kind of elevate this flavor yeah i think i think it helps to, it helps to to balance it out so that's cool i'm just i'm just hyped like i i want to get i want to do more with it though. like i want to get a nice like home bar set i'm surprised i don't have that yet but i want to I'm, I'm gonna get there like i'm gonna get some good I've little seen- some good little bar essentials and get a little nice little I like, think you're you're the only one that is surprised you don't have a bar set up yet. Yeah. Because I know how picky you are about everything. Yeah, I know. So you're you're gonna wait and get the exact one you want. The only oh, yeah. problem is is you don't know which one you want yet. Not yet, but I think something like that. I don't know. I kind I kind of uh, need it, so I don't really have the time to wait because I like there's. I want to have that stuff, and then I want to get like some of the essentials. Like I want to have one of everything that i need to make drinks not with the intention of like sapping the bottles every week 
Right. But just to but, have them. Like, if I feel yeah. like a whatever, like I got, I like this I got the stuff to make it. I like this more so with an old-fashioned. I feel like having an old-fashioned. Like, I like this with a Manhattan. I'm going to have a Manhattan tonight. But then even still, you know, even still so having, even, even still having, like, some kind of vodka on hand or some kind of rum on hand. Well, see, vodka's so easy because it's just vodka soda. Like, yeah. You cannot, I'm sorry, you cannot, like, if you mess up a vodka soda, there is something wrong. Because it's, yeah. it's just, all right, I put this much vodka in it. Let me put this much, usually a whole can of, uh, what's that, uh, soda water. The fancy uh, one. LaCroix? Uh, LaCroix. Yes, just usually a whole can of LaCroix will get you where you need to go. Yeah, sometimes we'll have, we'll have a nice little, little mini bar set up. Don't ever all, get the all, all, the, all the essentials. You know, man, sounds like a plan. Sounds really cool. Like, you're deep diving into this, so this is oh, only yeah. going to expand, like, what you're going to get into. It's going to be really cool. Hopefully, hopefully no crazy. Hopefully no gin drinks. Huh. Uh... I like my gin, though, man. I'm not going to lie. Shoo. Let me know very, how that worked out for it's, you. It's very floral in nature, but, like, I've heard I've heard some really good things about the gin at Corsair. Like, I, I'm really excited to go on a, a tour of the Corsair distillery because they make such a wide range of alcohol. Like, they've got gin. They have whiskeys. They've got absinthe. Like, dude, they got... All kinds of stuff. And they won awards for all kinds of different alcohols. Um, plus, they have a tap room for beer that has all local breweries. So, and where's uh, uh, do you know the address where their distillery is at? I don't, Just but I'm pretty sure it's over there. What's that little area called where the American Pickers thing is? I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about, exactly. though, right? It's over where the first Yazoo was. Yeah, it's like the old brick. Like yeah. brick looking buildings. Uh, Sorry, I know the people listening to us now are like, "Thanks, guys, I appreciate." Yeah, it. we're but yeah, we know exactly where yeah. that brick building we, is. We we know where it's at. We just don't know what it's called. Um, <laughs> Not marathon. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it marathon? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I was right. Hell yeah! That's what, it, that's what it's near. Oh, it's near marathon. Okay, marathon. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's like it's there. It's like on the uh, end of it. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly uh, it. God. Marathon that's Village. Crazy. Marathon Village. I can't believe I just pulled that one out of my ass. Uh, there I'm it is. Good for something. Yeah, I'm. So, that's one of those things. Now I've talked about wanting to go there like several times and just never have. But that needs. Yeah, that's gonna have to happen at some that point. That needs to happen. Yeah, I agree. Well, speaking of uh, mixed drinks, uh, we had a little excursion. This past Saturday. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to? You want to take the? Uh, explain where we went and what we did, because in situations like this, Seth just likes to go. All right, Kenny, just whatever you want to do, man. Because <laughs> it so, was a lot. So yeah, so I was pumped. So, I mean, obviously, like we haven't, we've done some stuff as a group. Like we went to Asheville recently, but, like, we haven't really, like, typically, like, we would do things pretty often. At least, you know, once a month or a couple times a month, go do something, even if it's just something hanging out somewhere, and it's, like, still not doing a whole lot of stuff inside, and, you know, it's just, it's still, we're, we're getting there, you know what I mean? But, like, 
figured it was Easter and, you know, brunch is a big deal. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I was, I, I like the idea of, like, an Easter brunch, but on Saturday, because, you know, a lot of people have stuff going on Sunday, typically, because that was actually Easter Sunday. Right. So I was thinking, you know, that was the thought process going in. I was like, well, you know, Saturday is the day before the holiday. You know, everybody will probably be doing their stuff on Sunday. So, and it'd probably be easier to get a reservation, which it was. Um, I was just thinking, I had a lot of foresight on it. It was like about three, four weeks ahead of time I went ahead and booked it. Right. Just to make sure that we had a spot. So I looked at a couple different places, but the one that stuck out was Cinema. Uh, down in Nashville on Eighth Avenue, which we've which, been which we've been before. I have to give somebody a shout out that uh, that I uh, work with. Hawk told me about this place, and so after I told him, he's like, I, t- I talked to him about it at work, and he's like, Yeah, man, that's the place I told you I went to. I said, Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, he wanted credit, and I didn't give him credit. I gave credit to you. <laughs> He's okay though. Our bad hawk. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So we had been before, and honestly, all I did was I just kind of like started looking up like Nashville brunch Easter, just to see if I can get a list of places that even had it. And there's not a ton that had like kind of good deals. A lot of them had like their same same deal going on. Um, but Cinema was known for their brunch, and they used to be like a, a buffet, like a legit buffet where you go walk up and get yourself like an elevated buffet, kind of yeah. like uh, Copper Kettle, okay. which, was, which was everybody's favorite. Which was uh, the brunch. Yeah. For the money, yeah. hard to beat. So I started looking at the menu, and I saw a lot of stuff that stood out, and it was a flat price. All you can eat, you order whatever, they bring out as much as you want, and they just keep bringing it. Basically, it's like the stuff that would have been on their elevated buffet, but they just start bringing it out and serve you instead of you going to get it yourself. Um, another major draw was they had all-you-could-drink Bloody Marys and mimosas, yes. also for, for an extra flat fee. Yes. So, Which I, everyone everyone knows I'm a big mimosa person, so that's all I really needed to hear to sign up. I have been, I'll tell you what, I have this infatuation with Bloody Marys. I don't know when it started, but, but I don't know if it's just, I really like. Cold tomato I, soup. No, man. It's more, it's so much more than that. Like, I really like, I really like spicy stuff. And it's just like the tomato with like, because they add a lot of stuff typically. It's so like tomato juice, horseradish. Pepper. Pepper, hot sauce, Worcestershire sauce. Usually, like some pickle juice or olive juice, so it's Very very like, uh, well, yes, like, like a little sweet from tomato juice, but sour and like vinegary, spicy, peppery because there's usually like a lot of black pepper. Um, I know obviously the alcohol, I know some from experience, some do like a splash of lime. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, lime, lime's also um served with a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, a lot of times you'll get a lot of like, you get a little little mini little mini uh, charcuterie with it. Yeah, and sometimes you get a spoon because it is soup. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go some man some places and they put fried chickens on that shit and everything. 
Yeah. So I, haven't, I haven't indulged in that yet, but Party Foul looks like they have some pretty solid... Uh, I have seen grilled cheeses on some, too. Dude, did you see the Party Foul where they put the little mini uh, the little mini fried chicken in it? I, I will say this. I have seen pictures of it. I will say, I know we're talking about cinema and their brunch, which is great. Party Foul, it's not like knock your socks off good brunch, but it's a solid brunch. Yeah. I will go with that. I'm going to hit them up next time and try one of their Bloody Marys. But, but yeah, back on back on topic, though. Yeah, so uh, their Bloody Marys was solid for a, fi- a flat fee. Like, they kept them coming, and they, oh, didn't, they, did. they didn't just give you a Bloody Mary. Like, they were good Bloody Marys, and they actually had, like, little, you know, the, the little extras. You know, they had olives and little piece of cheese and pepperoni and celery sticks and all that stuff. So it wasn't just, like... Your average little like Bloody Mary with nothing with it. So I it was it was very it wasn't like you could tell like they weren't the most expensive Bloody Marys, but also they weren't cheapening it up. Yeah, they had some attention to detail. Yeah. And same thing with the mimosas. Like I thought it was cool that they were like, Hey, you know, here's like multiple juices and and here's you a whole bottle of champagne just Make your own. You run out of you run out of anything. We'll bring more. Here's here's a giant here's a giant bottle of champagne and a tiny glass. Yes, yeah, like use however <laughs> much of the juice you want. Yeah, or don't. You know what I mean? It's like so that was another that was a pretty good deal too. I think. I, I think the champagne, as long as you uh, as like I'm a big proponent of. All right, if you get one single mimosa, it's five bucks. If you get unlimited mimosas, it's was it fifteen? Yeah. So if you, yeah, it's so just, just drink three, and you've already paid for the all you can drink mimosas. Yeah. But like at that point, it's like all, and you're gonna get more than three out of a bottle. Yeah, it was it was a good deal. I, I'll it give them credit. Good. I'll give them credit for that. Um, I thought the food was really good too. Um, now. The only problem was, like, they just kind of brought a lot of it out at the same time. The concept yes. was good, though. Like, it was basically like, we there was so much stuff on the menu that we liked. It was more like, okay, so don't bring these two things out. Well, Everything else I, we're good on. Like, it, they brought out two cinnamon, like, they brought out two cinnamon roll pancakes, but then they only brought out one banana foster pancake. Now, looking back on it, that's probably for the best, because did could I really shove another pancake? down my gullet at that point probably not and yeah like, that point, i was i was pretty toast did we need another uh crab and, chori- and chorizo scrambler no that was <laughs> that odd was, that was that was the one was, snafu they had is like the little bit that they brought out at first was like okay that's cool now what else you got but then when they brought more out everybody was like oh god not the crab and yeah. eggs again uh, but the table smells like crab and eggs right now yeah but they were, but like it was redeemed though. I felt like like oh, the, oh, the, but there were the potatoes with the oh, chimichurri and the sausage that came with it, so uh, and the bacon and the eggs on that one little platter were like yes, rock solid. Like um, that whole platter, I would have had that by itself just for breakfast with potato, oh yeah, with the sausage, grits, bacon, though. eggs. Oh, so good. And that's another thing too. The grits they did. I, I don't know if they maybe they thought that they brought chicken and grits out because that was kind of one of their main things, and it was like the very last thing we got, and we had to ask for it. I'm, I'm thinking that they probably thought that they already brought us some. 
Yeah, and they just never did. Yeah, but the fact that, I mean, we just asked, they brought it out pretty quick. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't bad at all. The only problem I had with that was, like, I had already ate so many eggs and sausage and, like, pancakes that when the chicken came out, I had, I had like, a piece of chicken. Chicken was good, though. Oh, no, yeah, the chicken was... Chicken was good. Like, I'll was, give them credit. The chicken was good for as it much... It was good. A lot of flavor, what, too. What was... Yeah, a lot... Yeah, so we have to say that. Uh, well, what I thought was funny is, is, like, look at how much chicken was coming out of this. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Look at how much chicken was coming out of that kitchen. Like... Every time I would look up, somebody's walking by with a plate of chicken. Yeah. And I'm like, for them to be pumping this much out and everything to be this good, that I found that pretty impressive. Like Yeah, that was that was getting it. I agree with that. that was the one thing that I thought was 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 nice is that there was a lot a large variety of food and everything that came out was good. Like the French toast was good, the pancakes were super good. Yes. Um, like I said, all the other stuff we talked about was good. I'm trying to think what else was really good. Whipped um, cream. I'll give was, them, whipped cream was. Whipped cream was, was nine out of ten. Yeah. Dunky little French uh, <laughs> fruity pebble French toast and the whip. Oh. A little muffin, a little cranberry muffin or whatever was pretty good too. I gave mine to Mike to put in his pocket. He never did it. I really like the jalapeno grits. I'm just disappointed that they didn't bring more of it out. And but I mean, not a lot of people are grits people. Yeah. But I could have easily probably ate like six of those little cups of grits. Oh, the, what was it? The, uh, what was it that, that was really good that I liked? Uh, it had the chips with the fried egg on it. Oh, the, the, the chiaquiles. Yeah, chiaquiles. Um, it's weird because it's not like, like what I was used to. I'm used to like red enchilada sauce, chips, fried egg, chorizo. This was like, chilaquiles with like grits up underneath it yeah it was so, it was like polenta is what it was yeah it was good it just wasn't what i was used to yeah it was either that or masa i couldn't really tell i didn't try i actually masa. didn't, actually didn't try that yeah now that um, i think yeah that's exactly what it was You're right. they brought it in such little servings like i didn't i didn't end up ordering one for myself because i ate too much other stuff yeah but I've, I've had that at a couple different places and yeah, it is true. A lot of times it is red, but we went to a place in um, San Diego where I ordered them and they ended up having some kind of, it was a green, a green, like a verde sauce instead. And I thought it was pretty I'm good. I'm thinking this had verde sauce underneath it on whatever that was underneath it. And so like, that's why I was like, there is enchilada sauce on here. It was good. It's just not like, it's one of those things where you're used to something looking a certain way. Yeah. And this is the exact same thing. They just changed one thing to it. And so I guess it's one of those things to consider. It's like they're pumping out a lot of food. They got a lot of different types of food. Yeah. So they're probably looking at like, how can we make this really quick? But then also make it like more of a small plate versus like a huge plate of like nacho chips and fried eggs. So I I think oh. over overall like the the execution of it was, was solid. The service was very good. Um, the drinks were great. The price, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's an all-you-can-eat elevated brunch. It's not going to be cheap, but it ended up being like 35 bucks a person. Like It's kind of a steal if you think of it for all, for the amount of food that you can you can eat if you're able to. And oh, the yeah. The quality of it, it's, it reminded me a lot of like Copper Kettle where like you leave there – and you're like, how was that less than 30 bucks or $30, whatever it was? You know what I mean? It's like, so I, 
even if you're not a drinker, if it's just like, especially if you just don't want to drink and you just want to go and like have eat fun. and maybe have a coffee or something, you're probably spending like 40 bucks. But, but well, yeah, and, and I will say they also already put the tip in too. Yeah, which so. I completely understand. Like, you, if you're gonna show up and you're gonna do all that, take care of people. So oh. I don't, I don't mind that that was that way at all. No. But I, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty successful. Like it wasn't, it wasn't super slammed. But that's why I picked Saturday. You know, it's like Sunday. I feel like there'd be so many people trying to go on Sunday. Right. It probably been, it would have been harder to get the reservation. But like I said, I planned it ahead of time because I thought it was going to be crazy. Right. But you know, for next year, it's probably going to be on the radar again. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it, it'd be especially because they had a the couple things that were Easter special, like the ham. That oh, was the ham! That's, that's what I forgot. The cornbread that came with the ham was really good. I didn't even want to try the cornbread. It was because good. that ham was so damn good, so good. Yeah, it was. It was. It was solid. It was very, very solid. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I think that's all. That's all I can remember meal-wise from the uh, from the uh, brunch. I did feel bad because Ashton's tooth started bothering him. He couldn't really try everything. Yeah, that's the thing. He had just he had just lost one like very recently. Yeah, so his so, gums yeah. are still sore. Yeah, it was a little tender. I think he ate his, he ended up getting some French toast to go. Ended up eating it later. He's still super picky, but that's all he would, he would eat bacon. I kept and, trying to get him to take more home. <laughs> he would eat bacon and French toast anyways. He could have had all of it. He could have. I wouldn't have been mad about it at all. Um, That's what I hate right now, too, because of, like, the way um, the, the – I don't, I don't even say diet because it's not a diet. But, like, the way I'm eating now, like, when I when I go outside on my normal meals, when we go out, like, I try to get in as much as that one, like, what I consider a cheat meal a week. Like, I try to get in as much as possible. Right. But when I see that there's something I can bring home, it's like – it's hard not to bring like so like, like that place like you could have manipulated that where you could have brought a lot of stuff home. Oh, shout out to our server because she was all about manipulating it when we first got there. She was oh yeah, like, she was like, yeah, but you need oh, to box anything worry. up. Go for it. We're going to make sure you take stuff home. And I was like, damn, because like you go to places like Maggiano's, they're like, yeah, we don't play that shit here. Yeah, you you order something, you 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 order one thing, you get a whole bunch of it, but you order some more, and it's like. Here's your one little single serving. Yeah. Yeah. We're watching y'all. But yeah, I thought I thought that was cool, but like it it, it was disappointing in a way because I'm looking at it like, look, I got to keep this to one meal. I got to keep it in the boundaries. Can't come home with me. So you do a good job. You do a good job, sir. I was a little sad. I'm proud. All right. Uh, if next on the docket because that was a delicious brunch. Um, Kenny. Get us going on the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. All right, so i i thought it was I thought it was a pretty good episode. Man, it is it is flying now. It is it is like so. We talked about it like the first couple episodes. You're like, all right, just kind of curious to see where we're going, like what's what's going on. So now they introduced this whole new dynamic. It's like I thought it was pretty funny how they did it. You know, they're like, okay. You know, we're gonna we're gonna talk with Zemo, see what he's see what he's got going on. And then and now, 
It's and just now funny, we have it's to like, work with them. <laughs> right. But it's funny how they led up to that point because it's like Bucky's like, yeah, we would have to do this. We'd have to do that. Hit the fire alarm, blah, blah, blah. And little, and little did they know, like, that all that shit was already happening. And then he just shows I think, up. I think Bucky already knew. No, that's what I'm saying. He knew. Oh, but, okay. But okay, Falcon, okay, okay. Falcon didn't. He's like, what the heck? Like, he's just, like, completely surprised that the dude showed up. Um, so I thought that was funny that he kind of just did that behind the scenes and was, like, didn't really give him a choice. He's like, he basically made the executive decision. He's like, hey, we need this guy. He's a means to an end. There's the possibility that it's going to go sideways, but, you know. But they played, you know, they played along, and it's it's cool to see the dynamic of it all. Like, Bucky's kind of having to go back to playing that role of the Winter Soldier again. Yeah, and that was kind of like, I was like, this is going to be interesting on if, like, because he seems like the type of, because of what he went through, like, he could slip back in it, and we could all be in trouble. It's possible, and, and, but that's the cool thing is like where they're at. It's kind of like a law, like a lawless city, and it's almost like people know Zemo and they know Winter Soldier, and they see the Winter Soldier following Zemo's commands, even though he's doing it fake. He's, it's not real, but they see now they see him in a position of power, like he's in control of a weapon that nobody else has. Right. So they're kind of. You know, out there exploring, trying to see who's making this super serum and all that stuff. So, kind of pushing find out. It's the uh, what you call it. Power I, I broker. Remember. Thank you, power broker. We find out the power brokers behind all of this. Which the the more I look into the power broker, he's got his hands in a little bit of everything. So, look out for maybe. Uh, future Avengers villain. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering where that twist is going to lead to. Um, it was cool to see Baron Zemo in the mask. It was weird for a second, you know, because it was kind of like he put the mask on, jumped in there to help them. Which at that point, you kind of thought maybe he was going to try to escape. Right. That's what but, I thought too. But he didn't. He took the mask off and then met back up with him um, to find the scientist, you know, that was working on the on the super serum or whatever. Yeah. So I'm a little I'm a little confused on like what was going on there, but I guess at some point they had to have him put the mask on. But well, I think I'm curious. Kind of, he's always going to be the anti-hero. Yeah, he's not going to be full villain, but he's not going to be full good guy either. You know what I mean? He's going to kind of yeah. stay down the middle. Well, that's what I was curious about. Is it like what angle they were going to play with him? Like if they were ever going to link, like if they're going to keep him in that kind of middle ground right now, or if at some point he was going to go back to the old Baron Zemo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I thought it was a pretty interesting episode. It definitely uh, pushed some things forward in a pretty um, quick way. But it's not, a very, it's not a very long. It's not a very long episode. But no. one key thing was the scene with the new Captain America, which kind of stood out. Like, oh, are you talking to Battlestar? Well, yeah, and so you know the guy, the guy spits on him or whatever. Yeah, and you know he definitely is not. 
the old Captain America. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we've seen him do a lot of things that Captain America wouldn't do anyways. Like, he shot a guy in one episode, and then now he's like, well, do you know who I am? And that kind of stuff. Like, he's almost almost as if he feels like, you know, he's he's above the position or he's got he's in a privileged position and stuff like that you know yeah whereas as much as i make fun of the captain america character like steve rogers the original like the original captain america he didn't feel like he was privileged because of the position he felt privileged to have the position which is a very big distinction between the two so i don't know this guy more or less like they try to paint him as like this like squeaky clean guy that had all these like really good uh, accolades and awards and things he'd done in the military and stuff like that. But now I, I think they're purposely trying to show his faults and I don't know what it's going to lead to, but obviously at some point I don't think this dude is going to be like the forever Captain America or even on any level in any kind of movie. So I think that's probably going to come to end in the series, but I don't know. Not I quite don't sure know. how yet. There's some rumors or some other things that are going on with him and what might end up happening. I don't know if you want to hear any of those. Room, they're just rumors. There's yeah. no solid concrete evidence uh, at all. No. Okay. <laughs> now, I... Uh, Part I, of that's I, just me hoping that something happens to him in this series and we don't hear from him again. Uh, well, from what I understand, this character... In comic books, I don't know. Like, this is the one thing that I do like. The, the Marvel comic books don't necessarily have anything to do with the movies, ever. It's all, it's all, it's all kind of just like a loose, a loose blueprint. Right. They get a lot of storylines, and because the comic books go so many different directions with so many different things, movies are the movie can be like, all right, we like this direction here but we're going to change it to this direction over here. Yeah, so, they can take parts it, from different comic books and say, like, different parts of a storyline right. to, to make their own, like, hybrid storyline. So it's just... And that's, what, that's kind of like 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 with, with WandaVision. It's like, just because we see this happening doesn't mean that the end result is going to be this. Right. And so, so like... I'm, very, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Because this character does come... This Captain American character... I think he. I don't think he necessarily dies in the comic books, or I don't think anything bad necessarily happens to him in the comic books. I could be wrong. I'm not the the guy I follow on YouTube. I haven't gotten to that part of it yet. So I'm wondering what direction they're going to take his character. I, I have a theory, and I think something's going to happen, but I, I don't know. I, it just depends on what the, what their intention of is of, of making this character is it just for this the story purposes or are they going to try to flesh it out into something else or try to expand on it i just i honestly i don't i don't see it just because they just they just got done with like the captain america arc basically like captain america like we're, we're just getting to a point to where captain america and iron man are no longer a thing Right. So I don't I don't see him being like a staple in the MCU. Um, I I just feel like it's just a part of this series to get us now, somewhere. I, I think I feel like it's to get us somewhere else. I don't think him being Captain America 
it's for is going to well of course it's never going to be forever but i could see him as a, his character his person just as a person may pop back up yeah i just i don't know i'm just i guess i'm just anything that's captain america way is not super exciting to me because he's one of my least favorite characters but <laughs> it's just i don't know man i just i'm kind of hoping it all leads to something more exciting but I just feel like obviously they're gonna they're gonna fight at some point. Oh, and it's gonna be awesome. Whether, well, I mean, in the trailer, in the trailer, it shows Falcon and Winter Soldier using the shield, like training with the shield. Hmm. I really didn't pay attention to that. All right. Well, I guess that'll. I guess a lot of things will happen at some point, but but we don't know when that is. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm excited though because I, I I like the fact that like you do have to still have to wait a week for an episode. But oh, there's it so much fun. But like there's Christmas. quicker there's quicker story progression in the episodes because there's not as many of them, so they're kind of jam packing a a lot more into an episode. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing. Um. Now I will say I'm glad I didn't say it last week's episode. I am glad that I didn't say expect the Black Panther to be tied into this series at some point. Because that would have been a massive spoiler. <laughs> yeah, that was. I wouldn't. Because expect- I was going to say something, but then like you've kind of, and I'm not saying this in a negative light. You've taken the hard line on. Let's take it a little easy on the speculation because we don't want to ruin the story. Which yeah. I agree. With. I agree with that. Like, let's. It's fun to guess, but also screwing up something that just the kind of storyline. It's fun to be right. Whenever is- you're watching it by yourself. It's interesting, yeah. They made a, they made a few refer- references to him being in Wakanda a couple times, yeah. During the course of the first few episodes, I, I honestly I didn't expect like a character from Wakanda to show up. Like, I think. Well, I'll say this: the two pronged approach to it. You have uh, the Winter Soldier who went and got D. I don't know what you would call it. He, he got his brain fixed in Wakanda. Then you also now have them breaking out this guy who killed the black, the original uh, Black Panther. So, like, you have all the, these two guys together. It was almost like mm, somebody's going to come looking for him. They don't yeah. want him to be free. They want him. If anything... I could see them taking him to Wakanda for in prison. Yeah. It could be one of those things. Yeah, it's like if he got broken out and they, they might have heard stories of like, oh, well, he's with the Winter Soldier. I wonder if they thought that maybe his his he got reprogrammed. And this could be, you know, this could be setting up the storyline for the new Black Panther movie as well. Like, Which who is- knows what this is going to happen. Yeah, they, they're they're going a lot of different they're going a lot of different routes, and I guess that's the point of the series that they're coming out with is like they're making all these little trails that one day they'll pick up on. Well, this I, all these little trails are going to come together in the culmination of the end of this phase. It's yeah. like the first the first phase we went through. They started the Infinity War trails and Which, all man. these little storylines, these little bitty storylines. Finally, all just came to one just huge battle. 
It's where, a shame if you think about it that they didn't have a streaming deal back then, like like what they're doing uh, now. Think about all the little yeah. stuff we could have had to flesh out the stories with Which, the Infinity, Infinity I, series. You called it uh, when we when they first announced these shows. Like, I think you were right when you said this could be the start of the secret. Was it the Secret Wars, yeah. where the uh, what are the, what's those uh, aliens' names? Symbiotes. Yeah, where they would take on. Uh, or are you talking no, about the, the scroll? The scroll. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about them. That's not the Secret War, is it? Uh, there's a lot of stuff the, going on. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the Secret Wars. Yeah, I think it's the scroll. The scroll is it? Scroll. It had a lot After more to like, fall. like. Yeah, like well, secret. The yeah. Secret, well, no, they, they. Let's see who they. So she was. She's part Kree, but she's like fighting the Kree. Because come to find out, like they made it seem like the Kree were the good guys and the Scroll were the bad guys. But then in like Captain Marvel, they flipped it and they were like, well, actually. The scroll weren't the bad the bad ones. It was the Cree. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't well, know where they're what going. What was with all it? That. What was it? The storyline where they were imposturing other superheroes. The scroll was. Ah, I don't remember. Anyway, I don't know yeah, if they'll, that's the thing. I, I don't know if they'll go that route though, because like they almost they set up the uh, scroll to kind of be like a like a like a faction race, like almost like like like. Um, like we work with them now. Yeah, you're right. So I don't know if that's going to change man. or not. Because with Captain Marvel, like they they once we found out like they were good, now they're like they're part of the team now. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. It's going to be. And see, the thing is, is I don't think the Loki series helps out at all as far as. Where it's going. I don't think there's no real hints in it as far as where the story's going with that. Dude, who because knows? that oh dude, it's just gonna be crazy. But uh back to this. The episode ends with him talking to what I assume is a Wakandan assassin. Um which she, just is gonna be badass. She was, I believe, T'Challa's she was like she was like maybe she was maybe she was over the military maybe i don't know remember her specific position but i know she was high ranking um but dude like so let's say now she's like all right i'm gonna help y'all with this but when it's over he's coming with me like now it's gonna be all of them fighting. It's going to be badass. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen in this series. Super excited for... Um, the Loki trailer. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like that that's going to lead probably... That's going to lead more into... Um, definitely more into uh, what's going on. Like, with WandaVision, you saw like a lot of, like, reality manipulation yeah and now you're gonna have um loki going back in time and stuff like that so it's like there's a lot of stuff happening yeah because who was it that said we are the time people so yeah he's gonna be going forwards and backwards through time which both of those series have serious implications with dr strange 
So maybe it helps push his story along a little bit more. Um, so that's just crazy. It's going to be nuts. Like, uh, I'm excited to see. Um, are you, are you, what, how do you feel about the, them finally putting the Black Widow on Disney Plus? Like, I feel like they're like, yeah, we've held on to it long enough. I, I'm okay with it. Okay. I think, I think it's, I think it's time to finally just release the damn thing. Yeah. And I had no idea, but this is the setup of the new Black Widow. That's what this movie is set up to do. Did you know that? To set up a new Black Widow, like a new character playing Black Widow? Yes. Nah. Like, and that's been, that's been the news the whole time. Like, it's common knowledge. Not to me, it wasn't. Like, no. I just thought it was so I want, trying to go over, like, hey, this is what Black Widow was doing during these events. And see, I don't even know if it, it was really that. Like, I don't know, man. Um, I've read some theories where it ties into the Falcon and Winter Soldier because it was supposed to be released before that. So it's even it's, like it's, it's even on weirder and dumb, like like why they held on to it for so long. Yeah, I mean, if it's one of those things but, where they're going to release it outside of its timeline just because they wanted to hold on to it, then that's just kind of dumb. They should have just put it on Disney Plus from the beginning. As soon as they were like, eh, we're going to miss box office. Let's just put it on. Let's put it on a format that we control. Yeah. You know, people would have bought Disney and it would have gives people something to watch in between waiting for Mandalorian seasons for sure. True that. <laughs> Um, I guess you ready to finish up with the first season, the first episode of season two of The Office? Definitely. So right. I'll say I'll say this before we get started. I oh, think, I'm sorry. I no no. It's, it's about it's about this episode. So I thought this was my favorite episode so far. There was so many funny little things that happened. I'd say so far is this is one of my favorites. I think. This this series, especially because this is episode five that's coming out, correct? I believe so. Episode, yeah. So we're getting one more episode to the finale, but like this is going to set up even more stuff. So like this is this is what episode this is what shows are supposed to do. Every episode, it doesn't get a little bit better; it gets a lot better. A yeah. lot more stuff happens. So like this next episode, I feel like I'm like. I'm kicking myself because I didn't watch this past one twice. Like, this next one, I'm really going to have to watch twice to really pick up on everything that happens in it. Yeah, so... Uh, so, what, so, what are your thoughts? What you got? On The Office or on this? Oh, office. Office. All right. Season 2, Episode 1. It's called uh, The Dundies. Pretty much what happens is the Scranton office branch of Dunder Mifflin. Michael likes to throw a little award ceremony called the Dundies, where he proceeds to give out awards based on each individual person. And pretty much hilarity ensues. Um, And right off the bat, um, you can tell that Michael is super pumped about this award ceremony. And because Michael is super pumped, it kind of you realize that no one else is going to be super pumped about this except for one other person, and it's Dwight. 
like he goes up to Jim and he says he does his Fat Albert impersonation and he's like, hey, that, uh, that was funny. I laughed out loud about that because I was like, why is he saying Fat Albert? He's like, Jim Albert. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, okay. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. 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 Um, if you've ever had a boss that tries to give you nicknames and stuff like that, then yeah, you you know why that's hilarious and annoying yeah. all at the same time. Um, what I think is funny is. He's like, Jim, where do you keep yours? And he's like, oh, I keep them here. And Stanley's like, I think I threw them away. And Dwight is like, I keep them on my mantle over my bed. Damn. <laughs> yes. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah, when he's talking to Stanley and he's like, and Stanley's like, I think I threw them away. Oh, this year, remember, we said we needed to order more uh, appetizers. And Michael goes, oh, yeah, that's right. I wanted to have a skillet of cheese, but someone ate it all. Kevin. It's <laughs> just like, of course, Kevin, the, the fat guy at the office gets blamed for eating all the cheese. Um, but it's, fun- it's funny how personally he takes the whole thing. Like, you can just tell, like, he's so excited about it. And when he finds out that, that like, awards <laughs> got thrown away, it was almost like he just wanted to, he wanted to cry about it. Right. Well, when the people who he really cares about he finds out that, you know, they throw him away. He's really hurt over it. But, yeah. like, he, like, I don't care if Dwight keeps his or not. Like, that's just, they're not, he's not the cool guy in the office. Um, Tried so hard, though. He did. Uh, the back to back, Kevin flops. Uh, Michael, Michael yells at him about eating a skillet of cheese. And then in the very next scene, Pam's, Pam was like, oh, yeah, Michael has me watching all the uh, past Dundee Awards. Uh, this is where Kevin sits in front of the camera for three hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote down Shocker Corporate isn't paying for something fun just because, I mean, that's just that's just work now. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. I just thought it was funny some of the stuff he was going on about. Like, they were like, when he was trying to, like, when he was trying to make the sale on it, and she's like, Talking about this fundraiser, and he's like, well, we had this fundraiser, and somehow we ended up losing money. And he's like, no. <laughs> Clearly in the flyers, it said fundraiser, not fundraiser. fundraiser. There's a difference. Yeah. And, and, I mean, Kenny, honestly, who didn't celebrate 050505? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I just thought uh, it was funny that, that he, no, no, that like he threw him, that in there. Him trying to justify the past parties as things that had to be done, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, that is exactly the Johnny Carson character, if anybody's confused. It's not loosely based on, it is exactly Johnny Carson's character. That's why it's funny. Um, you kind of see Jim and P- Jim like opening up more about, uh, you know, he kind of takes up for Pam right there. And you can kind of see his character like, like now the Jim and Pam ball really starts rolling this season. Oh, so yeah, like yeah, you see yeah. the first the first instance of that is is where he's in there in Michael's office like you know you keep telling this joke every year maybe you try something different and the only way to do get Michael to do something different is if you kind of talk bad about what he's done in the past and be like yeah I think the joke is just stale and so he knew doing that it would make Michael change the joke which is Instead uh, of coming out, longest and, engagement. <laughs> yeah, instead of coming out and say like, I think this might actually hurt her feelings because she's kind of tired of. Oh yeah. Waiting, so maybe she doesn't want it rubbed in her face anymore. 
Which it was so shitty to see like her fiance go up there and be like, see y'all again next year. You know, like, oh, yeah. what a D-bag. Come man. on, dude. <laughs> yeah, Roy. Roy, the, that guy plays Roy very well. I have yeah. to give him credit. He plays that character very, very well. Um, Chili's is only the natural place for uh, a Dunder Mifflin party or office party to happen. Um, it gets referenced a lot, especially by Michael. Michael loves Chili's. So just, I think in this season, they go back to that same Chili's one more time. So it's, it's always Michael's place to be. Um, this is hilarious. I, I love his, his little rap though. <laughs> oh, I, I wrote you down, down, down with Dun <laughs> What a terrible song to sing over. <laughs> he was he was doing all right. He was doing all right at first, and then you saw like he had these cards. He was trying to read the lyrics, and he just couldn't keep up. Oh, it was too funny. And they couldn't get the karaoke versions yeah. of the song. That's what just I was like, how bad is it? Um, the second joke. He told does no. My favorite is he goes. He tells his he he does his joke and he goes joke landed, and then the second joke he tells does not land. Nobody laughs, and it is dead quiet. I love the little sound uh, the white had though. That was standing. oh yeah, perfect. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> he's like, who's who are you here with? He's like, I'm here with my wife. Who's your wife? You'll have to introduce me. My wife Terry, the woman's hand that I'm holding. <laughs> and then Dwight just. <laughs> Flawless timing. Flawless. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we had a Bushiest Beaver Award. That, that was funny. Was uh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> busiest, busiest Beaver Award. <laughs> Mark just says Bushiest Beaver. <laughs> Damn it, I told him it's the place. Busiest Beaver. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, then, yeah. I, obviously, like, there's some stuff that, like, one major thing they definitely couldn't do right now was like, oh god, the eight the glasses where he was trying to talk okay. with an Asian accent. I want to point that scene out because they kind of show how uncomfortable it is to be there, more so than they have in like past episodes when something like this was happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. It kind of shows that Michael doesn't understand what he's doing. It's terrible. Yeah, and then there was the Asian lady in the booth that saw him doing that, and they focused in on her, of course. Right. She's mortified. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And so, like, now more so, they're put, his, his ignorance to sensitivity, I guess, is the best way to put it. Like, he doesn't, he saw someone else do it, so he thinks it's okay to do it. Oh well, yeah, cl- yeah, clearly that's, that's his line of thinking. Like, if it's okay yeah. for this person to do it, it's okay for me to do it. Exactly, and so like I think they're showing more so like we're not doing this to be funny. We're doing this because this is how embarrassing Michael is. Yeah. Um, I think it became very obvious this episode that uh, Michael has a crush on Ryan. Yeah, it's kind of uh, weird, man. And it only gets worse. <laughs> uh, it's just so weird. It's like hide it ever. He gave him the award. <laughs> the thing, like, 
it's like the instant like here here's this war award for like sexiest person in the office and then it, it gets like the nice little sexual harassment treatment like yeah <laughs> so he just like slaps him on the ass and i'm thinking like i'm just thinking in my head like imagine all this stuff happening in a work environment because you yeah they're out but you would still have like in the job environment job environment today or really any point if you have an all off-site meeting and something like that happens like it's still considered work right because there's still repercussions yeah so there's still repercussions so it's like golly man like he would get like today's day and age he would get fired for so many of this stuff like not the culmination of all this stuff but like one of any of these things would probably get him fired very quickly yeah oh and it dude and it and to for it to be a temp that's what it's just like of course it's ryan of course it's a temp yeah. uh, it's crazy um kevin just can't win this episode he goes first off he gets yelled at for eating too much skillet of cheese and then he blocks the camera for three hours. And then right when you think they're done with him, he wins the Dundee for don't go in the bathroom after that guy. <laughs> uh, Which that lit is uh, some pretty, pretty funny stuff, though. That did. That, no, that was funny. Um, now, I think I might have skipped over something that I meant to write down. When, though, when they started harassing Michael... The dudes at the bar? Yeah. Like, do you feel a little bit bad for Michael in that situation? No. Or are you just kind of like, eh? No, I, no and I, I did because it's like, I've seen people do stuff like that before when, like, people are just trying to have a good time or somebody's having a good time and somebody's just like, there's always people, even if what you're doing is cheesy, but there's always somebody who's like, they get they just they just like it benefits them to rain on other people's parades, right? Or to, they or to ruin somebody having. Yeah, it's not it's not their way they would have fun, or it's 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 annoying to them, but you know it's, but it's not their thing, you know. So it's like ruining ru- ruining that moment for somebody else makes them feel better. So right. yeah, it was kind of annoying. It, it was cool to kind of see though, like. Everybody who was there was annoyed to be there, right? But right. when those guys start getting on to him, you could kind of see everybody's face. Like you, they, you could see it on their face. Like they felt bad. Like nobody said anything, but they felt bad for him. Like God, they. Well, I think it's kind of a like, that's our idiot. You know, yeah. if we make fun of Michael, it's okay. But y'all are just being mean for no reason to our idiot. Like we can call him an idiot. You can't because you don't experience what we experience. Yeah, but so. there's just being the your typical like dude who goes to Chili's every weekend. <laughs> the, the two for ones with the free chips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pam being absolutely wasted revives the show, revives the party. Yeah, and um, I thought it was cool that like, and this thing, Michael like low key kind of like did something nice whether he didn't even realize it or not by giving her the whitest sneaker award instead Let's take of a moment Let's take a moment those were some very white sneakers they were super white they were not. okay but i didn't expect him i didn't expect him to go off schedule 
No, like, like that's something like even watching it, you're just like, you know what? Somewhere inside Michael, there's a part of him that you know he. he there's no need to kick a dead horse. I guess yeah. you could say. You know. And I think I think that kind of instantly gave her a little bit of respect for Michael, or almost some sympathy for him, because you could kind of because given the situation, like she was arguing with her fiance so she probably didn't the last thing she wanted to see was that award and then she gets something different so she was able to kind of keep her mind off of it oh and she was like super slammed so the speech she gave oh she was kills me every time because she's like super hyped the whole time and then she gets super serious at the end oh man it was great yeah and then her like kissing jim out of nowhere was pretty interesting Um, and everybody and saw it. Like everybody saw it. Yo, everybody did. Like you can look at the people in the background and they're making faces and stuff like that. And so you're like, I don't know if that's character or if it's just them like laughing because of what's going on with these two characters there. Yeah. Um, I like the end. Um, Michael is going through the uh, kitchen with Dwight, and he's kind of like, you know. I see how Bob, and I, I get Bob Hope now. Well, no, he said that during the Dundies when he's talking about Bob Hope in Iraq. Oh, um, yeah. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, you could say I almost killed a person. Such an idiot. <laughs> but there's a couple of things I thought were really funny. So, like, when Pam falls out of the chair and Dwight runs in there and, like, starts taking his shirt off and he's like, I'm a sheriff's deputy. Oh. No. What? And then, uh, no, did you hear what Jim said right after that? No. He goes, I'm a sheriff's deputy. And Jim's just normal tone, straight face, goes, volunteer. He's like, oh. shut up, Jim. <laughs> I was oh, going to say, I guess man. I missed that because I was like, okay, maybe there's going to be more to that at some point. But I thought, uh, that, was, he, I thought that was funny. That does come up again. That episode's very oh, good. Oh, okay, too. cool. But And I thought it was cool to kind of see, like, you get to see, like, Jim is like, he definitely comes across as a pretty good guy. Like he's down to earth. He jokes around a lot and stuff like that. But like you can kind of like like Pam was very very drunk. Yeah. And I don't know. Like she kind of. I guess I think I felt like he might have had an idea on. I don't know. Maybe he was. She wasn't in the right frame of mind. And she kind of. I don't know. She had that kind of way about her. You know what I mean? Like. And I think he realized, like, you know, something could happen if I was to take her home. So you can't get somebody to take her home instead. You know what I mean? Like, I think I felt like he was trying to do his best to be like a gentleman. Like, if anything's yes. going to happen, I don't want it to be under these kind of circumstances, this and that. So I'm just, you know, I'm not right. going to take advantage no. of the situation. I'm going to let somebody else take her home and see what happens the next day. Which, even going to the end, uh, he was still like, like, you could tell Pam was like, she's like, I want to ask you a question. And Jim, Jim's like, yeah. And she looks and she, she has the wherewithal to realize the camera's there. And she's like, uh, thanks. You're awesome. I appreciate you. Bye. Like, mm-hmm. you could tell, like, oh, she, she, she wants to ask him something else. Yeah. A little smooch, smooch. 
So, uh, so yeah, I'm sure that's going to lead to something because, you know, like I said, everybody saw it. So, season two is a really good season of The Office. It's probably it might be the best season of The Office. It's I hilarious. See, I can see it getting pretty, happens. pretty interesting, pretty quick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You get introduced to a lot of different characters too, so it, it's going to be nonstop hilarity. Uh, that's it for that. That's pretty good. Um, got anything else? Not, not so far. Just you know, that's all. That's everything. Just looking, looking forward to the weekend. Got a lot of stuff going nice. on. So. Yep, going to be a busy weekend for sure. Well, Kenny, uh, good episode. Uh, We'll knock it out next week. We appreciate y'all listening. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find our podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Big Tan Rich, at Big Tan Rich, or Big Tan and Rich. Please get Um, on Talk a little shit. Get on where? Please. Anything. Anything. Just say hi to us. Something. Um... Thank y'all for listening, and I appreciate each and every one of y'all so much. You're such a blessing. Goodbye.